Grab a set of snacks, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of snacks, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of snacks, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of snacks, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 244 of the Drunk Dash Earth Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Tyler? <laughs> hey, buddy. How are you? Justin just burped your name. That was really funny. I love to show up in the Oh, fuck. Well, I'm doing all right, dude. Just, I'm so happy that I got another three-day weekend coming up. I mean, it was sort of by accident. It's like I couldn't get really a, a ride over to work because uh, bus lanes don't work on uh, New Year's Day, apparently, in my area. And then it's like, oh, hey, let's go ahead and just like uh, your usual ride's going to be out of town. It's like, oh, well, and it was kind of funny, you know, going to the workplace and stuff, just requesting my day off or something like that. It's like, okay, give a reason for leaving. It's like, cannot find ride to work. <laughs> <laughs> just set it in. That's and I got it off too, so that's that's a perfect reason. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> oh man, but other than that though, I've I've been doing well. I've just been playing plenty of stuff for the PS4 and some things on Switch, and that's about it. Nice, nice. Uh, also joining us though, Justin's back. How are you, buddy? It's been a little bit. I'm doing good. That's good. Glad to be. Holy, it feels weird. In a good way. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Been a little bit. Yeah. Uh, How's life? It's going good. Uh, been off for almost a week now. It's going by too fast, which it yeah. always does. Bullshit. But yeah, Christmas has been cool. My grandma came up from uh, Dallas, around Dallas, Texas. Hmm. It's probably one of her last times traveling up here. She's like in her 80s. Wow. So. She drive? No. Okay. She actually, she's a... Yeah, she used to drive everywhere, but she flies everywhere now. She loves flying. Ah, uh, nice. She trusts the aircraft. No, no, she asked, uh, she came up here, and uh, it was awesome seeing her. Yeah. It was cool. That's yeah, cool. Playing games like Boulder Dash. I don't know if you guys ever played Boulder Dash. I've never played Boulder Dash. I love that game. Yeah. I want to play it soon with people, a bunch of people. But, uh, yeah, um, New Year's Eve is coming up. Yep. yep. Sometime soon. <laughs> it's a Sunday night. Maybe. I'm losing track of the days. Maybe it will be the day of. But uh, I don't know if this is coming out either. Yeah. Um, no, it's been really good. Uh, it's been busy. I haven't had much free time, which is like a big reason why I haven't been on the show, unfortunately. Uh, definitely miss being on the show every week. But uh, yeah, I've been listening to you guys. i got to catch up, though. I missed the last, actually, two. I'm going to listen to them because I've listened to every single one until those... Bitch. I don't know what has happened, but yes, I'm going to listen to those. Um, Giant yeah. Bomb Game of the Year is taking over. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know what it is. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, i got to save them now because I'm about to be on the show. And uh, I need to go back to them after I'm on the show. So, yeah, it's cool. Thank you very much, guys, for having me. Yeah. Glad you can make it. Yeah. It was very important. I thought it was very important that we got <laughs> you on the show because uh, 
I don't know about you guys, but this is my favorite show of the year to do. This, this is favorite favorite yes. night of recording. Of oh year. yeah, um, yeah. This uh, one in Halloween. <laughs> yes, yeah, usually we get through the weird Halloween shit. It's not even the recording part; it's just like after the recording part when we just talk about weird ghost stories mm-hmm. and watch. Weird videos all right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like we just turn the lights off and we just like watch stupid shit on on YouTube. Um, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Uh, that's awesome. Listen to Misfits Halloween 1 and 2. Dude. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's um, so good. Listen to that if you haven't ever listened to it. used to be to the that. theme song for uh, the Halloween episodes in here. Fuck yeah, it did. Uh, the intro and the outro. Um, <laughs> I remember that. I did part 1 and part 2 at the end. <laughs> That's cool. I can't figure out how to do record shit off my on my computer. Anyways. Um, You'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out eventually. I, I got it on my laptop. I just got to pull my laptop out. Um, How have you been doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm the same way. Gables is excited that he has three day weekend. I think we're both kind of depressed that we only have a three day weekend. Yeah, that's, uh, we that both shows how bad and selfish we are. I'm or, uh, just. I'm not grateful. I don't give a shit. I don't want to go we're back to work. Grateful. I don't want to go back to work. Uh, no, it's uh, we got uh, we got the week off. I, I got both of our plans closed for the week. Uh, yeah. So we both got a ten day weekend. Uh, so I'm pretty upset about the fact that it's, it's recorded us on a Friday night. Typically record on Saturday nights, uh, but Friday night we're all free. Knock, yeah. knock shit out. We're recording multiple episodes tonight. I don't know how many episodes we're recording tonight. It's gonna be a, quite a few though. At least nine. At least I've been hearing. We're we'll, we're gonna be off till like <laughs> mid April. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys at E three actually. Uh, um, no, yeah. I, for you guys that might not know it, we we actually record twice a year. E three and then we record <laughs> game of the year. Every you do a pretty months. good job of. Uh... Guess what's gonna happen? Uh, yeah, we just kind of we just kind of throw it out there. Yeah, we're pretty good about it. I just kind of mix the episodes up. I'm like, okay, this, this kind of worked out this week. I just kind of mix and mash together. It's like Frankenstein with podcasts. You know, <laughs> just kind of record everything out of order and just kind of hope it works out. Um, who knew that Gables and I were both like Destiny Two? I was just kind of <laughs> threw it out there back oh, in, no, right. in June that Destiny Two was gonna be awesome, and uh, here we are. You know, it's good. <laughs> no, um. Good to hear. <clears throat> yeah, I've not played it myself. I saw you play it though for a moment. It looked pretty cool. Yes, I got the. I bought. The, I, I saw like the farm and like grass area. I said this on the. I was like, go look at the water. Look at the water, Tyler. It's pretty sweet. And we stared at the water for like two minutes. <laughs> totally, look at the water. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Water. Water. It's it's nice water. I've seen better. It's nice water. It's Mario Sunshine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, Pokemon Sun had too much water, so <laughs> it kind of evens out. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so people I don't know, we are uh, recording multiple episodes tonight. Uh, we're doing kind of, we're going to do year review first. This is a year review show. We're going to have a bunch of different questions. We're all going to answer them. And then, then right after that, we're going to each do our own personal top 10 list. You'll be hearing those. We're going to, this is like Gables and I only like time off every year. Yeah. We love doing the show every week, but, uh, you know, yeah, every now and again, you know, the, the, the couple needs, needs a little break from each other, you know? Yeah. Little, little <laughs> even, even lovers need a holiday. At, yeah. The Chicago <laughs> yes. 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 Even Gables and I need a holiday from each other. <laughs> oh my god the way that was presented oh, jesus i'm just gonna let it hang there that's the best way that's the best way to put it it's um, a great song by the way yes it yeah. is you guys listen more chicago yeah it's okay you probably listen to it every day right? yeah almost constantly <laughs> who knows maybe my let's earbud in my ears just actually playing. i'm not even listening to gables i'm just listening to chicago <laughs> um no but we're you gonna sing so it does actually. Gave, it's funny. Is this podcast? If you listen to it right now, and Chicago's greatest hit album, they all sync up. It's super weird. Dark side of the moon. Yeah, it's like Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard Dark of Oz. Side, Tyler. Dark side. Yeah. 
Jesus. That's funny. This is going well. It is. Uh, I like so, it. So we, so we have a slew of uh, topics to go over. I don't know if the topics, really just questions. Uh, so in this week's show, we're actually just going to be going over, uh, we have a, a few different things. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say what they are. We're going to tackle them one at a time. Sounds good. We don't know what any of the, what our answers are to any of these things. No. Top 10 list. It's all going to be, you're going to be hearing it. Well, we'll be hearing it first, but, uh, we're recording <laughs> us hearing it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, we don't know any, anybody's answers are after our top, our questions and our top 10 list. All I'll mention is nothing. You're hearing uh, live reactions later. Yes. Yes. And, a couple weeks from now, millions of people are going to hear our live reactions from two weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's true. I love it. Um, this is going well. We've been bullshitting for like two and a half hours before this even happened. It's like 11 o'clock at night central time, and we just started doing this. Yep. So we're going to be here. It's, going to be, it's like six in the morning. We're still going to be doing this. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so some of the, the topics we're going to cover today are. Um, a pile of shame. Basically, games from 2017 that came out this year that you want to play or haven't played enough of that we didn't get a chance to. Cool. Um, but then we have most disappointing slash worst game. Figured to throw them all together. And then we have uh, biggest surprise or most surprising game. Uh, then we have most disappointing or a worst gaming moment of the year. And then we have best gaming moment. Uh, most anticipated games of 2018. Uh, overall thoughts on the year, and then last but not least, um, Justin actually came with this one. I like this one a lot. I actually, this is my favorite thing oh, wow. we've done for this. I got one little crazy with it. I got a whole page. Just oh, uh, I, wow. I, I made a Google Docs for this for this for this night, <laughs> and it was a little over five pages when I was all said and done. And that was me cutting shit back. Uh, There's about a whole page of, of a Google Doc, just going over this most important game, and I also put slash biggest impact. So maybe that this might not be our game of the year. But maybe a game you look back in five years, this might be like the game that made the biggest impact or the game maybe you'll think about first when you think about 2017 in gaming. Very cool way of putting it. Yeah. Um, But should we just get started? Yeah. All right. So I'm starting with TC. Yep. So we kind of, before the show, we figured out order. I guess the way we're going to do it this year, uh, we're just going to keep this rotation going all night. Uh, I'm going to go first. Then I'll be Gables. Then I'll be Justin. We're going to take turns each question. And then once again, the game of the year, we'll, we'll take turns uh, doing 10. Same order. Same Sounds order good. all night. Uh, keep it simple for us. Yeah. Um, but 2017, Pile of Shame was the first question. Uh, my list, um, I actually had trouble thinking about this. And really, I didn't have one until uh, just listening to Game of the Year stuff from Giant Bomb and other people's list and people talking about Near Automata, uh, Automata, Automatopia, uh, Near Hulkamania, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, that's, that's really it. I mean, that's kind of my thing is I was listening to... People talk about it. A giant bomb kind of sold me on the game. It sounds like I kept hearing Metal Gear a lot. Uh, so I'm like, ooh, okay. And Platinum, Platinum made a good game. And when, Platinum makes, when Platinum's on, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. Even when Platinum's kind of on, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it for me, really. I don't really have a lot for Pile of Shame um, for this year. I think I pretty much covered, uh, at least played enough of everything that I wanted to play this year to uh, um, kind of a whether or not it's going to be on, my, you know, on any of these topics, my top ten list. Um, I really, oh, no, actually, I forgot. Night of the Night in the Woods. Night of the Woods. Night in the Woods was it called. Uh, yeah. It's a game I've wanted to play all year and just never got around to it. Uh, it's, it's like a side-scroller kind of game, but it's got m- mostly based off characters. It's kind I, of, not, I did not know it was a side-scroller. Yeah. 
I've seen some. I've seen some videos of it. Heard it's excellent. I was thinking of like the letter Slender Man, but better. Yeah, wandering through woods. It seems it's, like it's actually a side scroller. Yeah, it, I didn't know that. It's more character driven. I should have known. Listen to most of the giant bombs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just been a game that came out earlier this year that I just wanted to play, and I was backlogged until like July, and then like I finally got unblack backlog. Splatoon came out, and then it was like mm-hmm. August hit. Basically, just never got really got a chance to yeah. play it. Um, so it's just that's one game. Uh, I think I'm gonna try next the first few months of the year, couple months of the year of 2018. Kind of slow. A couple things I want to play, but I, I'm gonna try to squeeze it in there somewhere um, once I get a chance to. But uh, that's that's it for me. Uh, Gables, anything for you for polishing? Well, yeah, there are obviously a couple of games. One of them would have to be Pyre. That's a game that uh, mm. was. A downloadable on Steam and on PS4, but uh, I have bought the game. I have yet to download it and actually try it because I have been backlogged with other content, either from the Switch or from other type of like uh, PS4 stuff as well. Obviously, the big name games, say like Wolfenstein 2, I know Nier Automata is another one, along with Persona 5. Um, I know the Mario and Rabbids game, that's one that I've been... I played a little bit of, but unfortunately I hadn't played enough of to really get a good feel of it. And uh, let's see, Metroid Samus Returns, that one definitely is something I want to try to finish eventually. I mean, I, I probably will. The game is not exactly that long in terms of, like, length or in terms of, like, difficulty either. It's probably, like, one of those, like, 9-10 hour sort of experiences, like other Metroid games difficult. were. What's that? It's difficult. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would bet it gets difficult. I mean, hell, Super Metroid got in a good way parts too. But uh, other than that, though, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, there are some AAA games that I have yet to try that I probably would want to, like say Tekken Seven and then like. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, very cool, man. What about you, Josie? My 2017 pile of shame. Uh, I'm going to say near Automata. Automata? Automata. Automata. Okay. Automata. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. Which way I described it. I can do it in my head. I wrong earlier, so I had it's to remember. A, it's Automata, but I do it in my head. I know it, but I got to like, say it out loud for it. Um, that is a game that I've known. I, I hear about it all the time. I still don't know what the hell it is, and it sounds interesting, though. Uh, <laughs> I heard it's really good. <laughs> That's definitely a game that I have not played that I'd like to try. Uh, next one is uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. The time, the time that it takes place, the the setting, yeah, is what's really pulling me in to want to try that game. Yeah, ancient Egypt, man. Uh, just even if I don't like the gameplay, I feel like I like like maybe exploring, but just looking around. <laughs> uh, next one is Call of Duty World War Two. Um, mm. mm. Oh yeah, uh, this I want I. I've almost bought it a few times, but the reason I haven't is because I'm not able to get uh, PSN right now. So, like, I haven't bought it because, like, that's a big component of that game. Yeah. Oh, you want to play online? I want to play online. Okay. Eventually. I do want to play the campaign, though, Control War 2. I want to see it again. I've heard, I, mixed, I, I've heard mixed things about it. So. Yeah. I've heard it's awesome, and it's like, eh, you know, I don't like the look. It's, it's very mixed bag, like you said. Um, uh, this might not be the actual name of the game, Senua's Sacrifice? Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Thank you. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. That's a game that I have not played that I would I would definitely love to check out. Um, another one here is I put South Park uh, Fractured Butthole, but 
actually, I have to play the first one first before I get to that one, so I put one and two on there. Uh, definitely want to check those out. Um, I started playing the first one, but I, I feel like, okay, that's from uh, a few years ago now, so I'm going to play like a... 2014? Yeah, newer game, then go back to it, but I'm, I'm not going to miss out on that game. Again. I'm going to check out both South Park games. I love South Park. Uh, I don't know as much as some fans do, which is totally f- awesome. But like, like I, I wish I knew more of South Park because so, I kind of fell off a little bit. But I still, I still respect South Park. I love South Park. Yeah. Um. Next, the next uh, three are ones that I own that I feel guilty for not completing or just not not giving enough love to. Uh, first one is not completing, and I uh, is Cuphead. Mm. Need to go back to that game. <laughs> Absolutely, I think that's. Uh, Can yeah. I stop real quick right yeah, there? Yeah. So I always want to point out that if I was good at games, that would be like a top five five game <laughs> this year. Like that would be all my. You can get good at games playing this game. I I, I no I, I wouldn't have. You're good at, I would you're have good at games. You're good at games. I would light the house on fire like playing that game. <laughs> all right, <laughs> something's coming down. Yeah, someone's gonna die today. But that game was fantastic, and I respect that game as being like it's a game I know is really great. Yeah. But I just, I just, I can't, I can't do it. It invokes a video game spark, mm-hmm. even if it pisses you off. Yes, I, <laughs> I keep wanting to play it, but every time I play it, I'm like, someone's gonna die. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna stop playing this. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, Cuphead, gotta go back to that game. I will complete that someday. Uh, there's an oath to myself. Gables will be in like 30 minutes, apparently. He's so good at goddamn video games. And, and you know, <laughs> it, it gets really hard, but that's not the main reason I stopped playing it. Like something, like things came up. But I'm gonna get back to that game. I love I love the challenge of it. And Tyler, you're exactly right. That game is hard, yes. and uh, and also sometimes sometimes it surprises you how easy you can beat things once you figure it out. Yeah, in some spots, that's pretty yeah. cool. And uh, next two games are in the same category for me because I think I think that I just didn't get I didn't have enough time to give them the love that I wish I could have. Was it Arms and Splatoon Two? Mm. Uh, yeah, I just want to give them more time because I I think I'm gonna give like. Like you said, there's not much is coming out like with the next possibly month or so. Yeah, there's there's games coming out for sure, but like I, I might have some free time there to actually delve more deep into them because I love Splatoon. And uh, actually, my, my my number one game that I haven't played though that I want to had no idea like haven't played anything in the series is Yakuza Zero. Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. great things about this game. Yeah. Uh, it sounds really interesting to me. I want to check this game out so bad. I'm going to pick it up sometime soon. Yeah, the Yakuza games as a series I've always been interested in, but it's just like, it's one of those things where I I, I don't know if it's my kind of game. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. almost like Grand Theft Auto in a way. Yes, that's kind of like... It's like J- Japanese version. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what everybody... It's like... But like, then I start hearing about this, for sure, that's, I start hearing about the stories in there and like the characters and I'm like... It's actually oh. more like a Saints Row. But it's just wacky it off the wall. Maybe it is. Like... I never played Saints Row. It's just like a wacky, wackier version of GTA. Interesting. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number. That's my number one uh, game I haven't played though. It's it's a pile of shame, but it's like that's number one that I I haven't got to yet. That yeah. I want to this year. Yakuza Zero. Cool. It takes place in the eighties, man. Yeah. I have a thing with the eighties. I love the eighties. Who doesn't love the eighties? Interesting and cool. VH <laughs> did a whole fucking thing about how they love the eighties back in the day. <laughs> That's oh, the thing yeah. about loving the '90s, but you can forgive him for that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it for me though. For a pile of shame. All right, man. 2017. Well, very cool. Then we're gonna move on to the next thing of uh, most disappointing slash worst game. So some maybe uh, 
this isn't like one you i mean obviously i was trying to like at the time i was trying to think of i was gonna do one per thing mm-hmm. but this year i don't i can't do it there was so many uh i mean for everything not just this topic this i actually had to cut some games off this list because i had so many yeah like, 2017 is very very well could be the greatest game or greatest year of all time for video games uh, just they very well could be for all time. I want to talk about that, but it's interesting. Yes, I yeah. agree with you. Um, I was thinking about that on the way here. I was like, think about 2017. Yeah, it, it might actually be. Actually, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. But um, there were still some disappointing ones to me. Yeah, and I like I have three, and there was a there was a competition for a couple others. But uh, I'm just gonna run through them real quick. Uh, first one is obvious. I mentioned it like I, I, it's brought up a few times. It's Mass Effect Andromeda. This is the most. This is by far the most disappointing game. In years to me. And you love Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, fucking, like, I don't know how you fuck up Mass Effect, but they did it. Like, And when you hear, well, I know how, because I read the Kotaku story about from uh, Jason Schreider about kind of what happened with the game, where it was like, they spent three years making this one game, and they realized it was too big for what they were trying to do, so they had like a year and a half, basically had to redo the entire game Ooh. in a year and a half, and this is what we got. Uh, still was, a, even if you take all the, like, the bugs and the animation and all that aside, it's still it's a bad game. the The world and the characters are uh, dull and empty. It's it, sad. Yeah, it, it, it was like a hot potato. The story sucks. The game sucks. The combat is actually the one like the one part that's better than the original Mass Effect games. <laughs> like they did a good job of making the the combat, adding some verticality to it. Like you have like a you have like a booster thing. You can actually like go up to the ledges or get higher up and get the high ground. Um, and that that was like the one shining part about this game, but everything else about it just sucked. Like it was just it was just not good. Yeah. And like, I don't know how you fuck up Mass Effect, but they found a way to do it. I'm not even really I don't even want to blame EA for that. Yeah, it came out buggy, it wasn't ready yet. But if this game was 100 percent completed, I don't think it would have been a good game either. It might have been an okay game, like maybe a, a seven out of ten game. Can I best. quickly make a comparison to a game that I have not played that did not come out this year to this game? Yeah, go ahead. I think EA also made or published. Uh, Catalyst. Uh, Mirrors as Casual. Yeah, Mirror's that was Edge. also a game. I feel like it's in the same boat in a way. That, that Mirrors Edge was not as, as renowned as uh, Mass this Pack. game. But yeah. like just this way, it's like kind of almost like they made it just to make it. Like, oops. Yeah. We, we started so we can't not finish it now. I think the problem with Mirrors Edge Catalyst was they, like, it was kind of like, okay, well, fans want Mirrors Edge, but a, a Mirrors Edge from what it was then won't work now. Gotcha. So, so we have gotcha. to make this. So they want to like let's make they an overworld world okay. games of service kind of thing. So they wanted to do like an EA spin okay. on Mirror's Edge. But yeah, I sorry, see what you're saying. Yeah, sorry, three. No, you're all right. No, uh, yeah. I yeah. see what you're saying though. That's good. It is a good comparison. Um, but yeah, no, Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect. <laughs> Mass Effect. <laughs> it is Mass Effect. Uh, yeah. No, my only regret with this game was I put almost forty hours into it before I, I convinced myself <laughs> to stop playing it. Um, I played that one. I had a week off. And I wasted my week off of uh, playing that fucking game. So, fuck that game. You uh, you were a big fan trying trying to find it. Yeah, I was trying tr- to hold on to something. In trying there. to convince myself it's a good game, but it just wasn't. <laughs> the house uh, is burning. He's trying to grab the books from. It. Yeah, it's like I'm like running the into dog. the house, grabbing like the things that don't matter. Well, the dog matters. The books don't matter. Yeah, the dogs already fuck outside. The books. He already saved that. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's going uh, back to the amiibo now. Yeah, I'm just going back to the amiibo. That's way of putting it. Like things that don't matter. Giant uh, yarn Yoshi. Uh, yes, I, I gotta save yarn Yoshi. If anything, yarn Yoshi's gotta be saved. A um, couple other ones I want to run through real quick. Um, Outlast 2. Uh, huge bummer. I think 
critically, it got pretty good reviews, if not better reviews than the original Outlast. Really? I just did not like it. Um, I think maybe it was uh, hype. Maybe it was... Uh, I mean, obviously, most disappointing has a lot to do with hype. But uh, I think maybe I liked Outlast so much because... I mean, it was the number two game of the year for 2014 mm-hmm. that came out. And uh, the original Outlast was. But I think that game coming out of nowhere helped quite a bit. 2014 was kind of a down year for games too, but even still, it was a really good game. I enjoyed it. Gables had it at number two that year as well. Yep. Um, and uh, I think what the no, I, I also love that game by the way. That oh yeah, that's right. Um, the experience I have that was pretty amazing. Yeah, um, it was a, it was an awesome game. It came out of nowhere. It kind of created almost not really created, but rejuvenated a genre of a game style of that kind of like uh, first person. You can't like more of a, it's kind of a walking sim- simulator, but you can actually do things in the game in a way um re- re- rejuvenated horror in a new way yeah yeah it, it brought it back to a, because a i never yeah i never played a game quite like, like a game that, like but... outlast like resident evil 7 or the way that is wouldn't exist without outlast i think um to a certain possibly extent. yeah um, no, i'm sure i'm sure it's inspired i mean we see so many ripoffs nowadays i think uh that being like the kind of that that first of its kind uh was cool and seeing a few years of knockoffs and trying to find a game that's like Outlast and never finding it. And maybe it was just that they did the first one I played was like really all I needed. Yeah. But I, I thought with this one, I didn't really care for the new story. Um, I didn't really care for the more the open world style when it's kind of not really open world, but it's just bigger areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first one was only a few hours, like four or five hours. And this one was like 10 to 12 hours. I got like seven or eight hours in this game, and I looked up where I was, how much more I had to go. And I was like, I don't, I'm not having fun with this. I don't want. Like, it's like it's almost like a Portal, Portal Two aspect where Portal was great because it was a couple hours, but like Portal Two, like the like Portal Two is still a great game, but it was like twelve hours. I'm like, the game works better in like short chunks, and I feel like that maybe if this game was half of what it was, it would have been better. Like a tighter experience would have been better. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Pyre. Um, I love super giant games. Transistor and Bastion um, are fucking fantastic games. I beat those games multiple times in a day and age where I don't replay a lot of games. Um, I mean, I'll, the music is great. The characters are really good. I thought the characters were interesting, but I just there's so much story in this game. Where like the first two are just kind of like top down action games, and this one is just like the 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 pyre like the. I can't remember what the actual game. I think it might just be called Pyre. The game with like the basketball game mm-hmm. It's super fun. Like I want to play. A, I'd like love to play a game of just that. Like that's how much fun that is. But it was so few and far between. It, like you play the game for an hour, you might actually play for ten minutes. Uh, the rest was just uh, reading story, like reading the dialogue. The character. I like the characters a lot, but I just I don't like. I just don't give a shit about the whole the the world and the universe they built. Um, the dog, I think his name was like Ricky or Ricky or something like that. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I thought, I, like, but I just, I could not. I just wish there was less story and more to the gameplay in this game. And that's weird to me because, yeah, I like the gameplay a lot, but I thought the, you know, the the characters were st- were still really good in this game. Mm-hmm. I just could not give a shit less about the story. And I said there was just it just drowned out the fun parts to me it was the the reading all the di- the boring dialogue of the of the game. Um, yeah, those are my most disappointing though. Those are uh, those three. But what about you, Gables? What did you have anything that was bad or just disappointing this year for you? Well, not necessarily like bad, bad. I mean, I kind of did a good job of avoiding, for the most part, games that I would have considered like just 
playing right away, then all of a sudden it's like, no, this game is shit, and just getting rid of it. But uh, there are some disappointing aspects of games that I have played this year. One of them would have to be for the, oh gosh, just uh, the repeating stuff inside of open world games in general. But I'm, what I'm more or less referring to is like when you're doing like side missions inside of an open world game and they're, they're like a repeat of like the same four or five missions like in each part of the map that gets that uh, sort of gets kind of repetitive after a while. Now, the game in like in Suspect that I'm talking about is like the Tom Clancy like Ghost Recon Wildlands and stuff. This this is a game that I went through. I played over sixty hours. I basically put almost the same time as I did with uh, Breath of the Wild for Zelda, and I basically completed the entire of this map. Right, and oh my god, I do not ever want to play the game again, even though I had such good times with it. <laughs> and that's just the thing, though. It's like. The game in and of itself, you know, the main story stuff and the things you go are pretty nice, though. But when you go towards, like, the side missions of this game, they seriously do, like, a repeat of, like, the same three or four structure types of missions. Like, you gotta capture this point, or do this, or do that, and stuff like that. I found that was disappointing. Another thing which I kind of found disappointing from uh, this year was some of the after-game content for Destiny 2. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of it is locked either under, underneath like the whole thing about silver, you know, inside the marketplace. So we've we've talked in nauseam about how like uh, Bungie and Destiny Two have like using like microtransactions and stuff to get some of the the best stuff inside the game is all locked behind things. Well, I made a little discovery last night because I don't have the Temple of Osiris DLC or any other type of DLC. I'm pretty much locked at my character, like, uh, not getting any items or any type of, like, things over, like, 300, <laughs> which kind of sucks, is because you can actually transmute certain items to, like, uh, around 3, up to upwards to about 360 and stuff. It, that's just a thing. The most disappointing thing about Destiny 2 so far has been uh, my waning interest inside the after-game content, because here's the thing. With everything else in mind and stuff like that, it really is kind of disheartening that a lot of the stuff that I could be getting is locked behind, like, the microtransactional paywall or something. Armor, weapons that I could be using for my uh, character at the moment, but no, they're stuck because of a stupid fucking, like, individual, individual, like, indivisible, like, uh, shit, pretty much, but... You know, other than that, though, I really don't have too much other types of uh, stuff, you know, just to talk about in terms of most disappointing. Okay. Well, that's good, then. Yeah, something good to hear for you, then. What about you, Jazzy? Anything for you? I have one game here, um, and it's one that I didn't play. I saw it through other people, and it's also... Uh, team and Team Me is a man. This year, I was a little more uh, conservative on games that I bought. Just because I kind of had to be a little bit in like, ugh, conservatives. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and, and and you know, um, like, so I was a little more conscious of, in some ways, no, not at all. I completely went blind into because like a fan of these games, but like some games, like I'm gonna wait, which I would have done like last year, or the year before, but this year I kind of waited, which is no knock on people that don't do that. This is like what happened to me this year, and. uh Outlast 2 as well. 
is my disappointing game of the year because I also loved the original Outlast. Yeah. And I played the demo, <laughs> and I actually really liked the demo. Yeah. I thought the demo was so cool. Yeah. It, 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 I, with playing the demo, I didn't really know what the hell this game, besides just, like, I, I don't know where this game's going, like, if there's this crude story to it, like, I don't know where that's going, but, like, I still enjoyed like, the things I was seeing, the scenery and stuff. But this, like, I was kind of surprised, actually, when it kind of came out, like, uh, just... Yeah, like Tyler said, some people gave good reviews, but like people that like I listened to before that liked it, uh, including Tyler, um, that that played it. You know, they they didn't uh, quite dig it as much as the first one, and I, I do plan to play it eventually. But ju- it just disappoints me to hear that because I think that uh, that was a very special. You know, it wasn't like a it probably isn't like a triple A game, but it's like kind of the middle too. It's like some of the games, like it's kind of like top indie game. Yeah, it's it's like it's. It's disappointing to hear like uh, some people love the first one's reactions that way, especially when like a, the studio kind of struck gold or whatever with that thing. They had like a good uh, had a good thing going, or just like you know they tried it again, and, and you know people make mistakes. Things things maybe the second time around aren't as good as the first time. Uh, I, I'm definitely willing to give it a try, but that's disappointing to hear. That's no. what I want to say. I've not played it, so I guess it's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was disappointed to hear that. Yeah, fuckers have a very lucky year. Sounds like then. Yeah. <clears throat> God damn it! I'm sitting here like cutting games off my disappointing list. And you guys should be like, <laughs> we're struggling to find shit. Yeah, it was a top Stupid fifty part. list at one point. Um, <laughs> all right, well, moving on then to um, biggest surprise, most surprising game of the year. Uh, this cool. last year was like I always talked about like I thought it was the year surprises, mm-hmm. whereas like games that like we had. Really, oh, okay, that game's coming out, and it comes out I'm like holy shit, like Titanfall two, like holy shit, that game was fantastic. Doom, Doom. There's a lot of you know, games we were hopeful for. Rightfully so. Yeah. Some maybe not so much on Doom. Yeah, la- they uh, came out. Like boom. what I would you would have asked me boom. at the beginning of 2016, make a top ten list of what you think is going to be your at the end of the year your top uh, games in, in your top ten list, and I'll try to forward in it. Like, that was the only game that would have been like going into 2016. I knew for a fact would be my top ten list. Everything else was just like. Out of the blue, Firewatch, fucking uh, yeah. Inside, uh, Last Guardian, uh, Doom, yeah, Timefall Two. And this year, actually, not as surprising, but uh, I think uh, still some pretty good games came out of nowhere for me. Uh, some that I knew were coming, some that I didn't. Um, first up, uh, Hellblade: Sending with Sacrifice. Uh, I mean, I nobody knew what this game was until after it came out. No, like it was talked about. Somebody was, did, but not. There was like a little Nobody. bit. Of, there was buzz behind it. There was like it was it was Ninja Theory coming out. They got a good. They got some a good passive games coming from coming from them, but really nobody knew what this game was. Like, is it Dark Souls? Is it like a is it a story driven game? Is this a hack and slash game? What is this game? And no, and then like I had zero interest in this. I didn't know. I I thought it was like a Dark Souls ripoff, and then like I started hearing about it, and like I started reading reviews, and I started like. Let's people talk about it. like this game fucking sounds fantastic. <laughs> I picked up it's thirty bucks. It's like a go ahead. Question: Do you know what it is now? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. I, I know. What, yeah. Obviously, I know what it is now. But it's uh, yeah. It was. I, I thought for a game that kind of talks like that deals with really mental illness, um, and it does a good job of dealing with it. it doesn't deal with it like in a clickbaity type of way. It doesn't deal with it in a like I feel like they deal with it and they handle it well. A very touchy subject, obviously. Um, 
and the way they deal with it, and the way they explain it in the story, all of it makes like, it's super fascinating the way it all plays out. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. I'm trying to avoid spoilers for the show, uh, even though it's our year, end of the year stuff. We're gonna, I think we'll do our best to do so. Yeah. Uh, if we do do spoilers, we'll, we'll try to let everybody know about it. Yeah. Uh, this is a game that I thought they handled it super well, and the way it wraps up with with everything is fucking fantastic. But like, even the way you play the game, like using like this is a game you have to play with headphones. Yeah, like, I don't I remember. I've heard that from you and a couple other people. Yeah, too. like if you play this game just regularly, it's ruined. Like the like you the, can't play this game listen to a podcast. Yeah, it you, sounds like or even <laughs> just like listening to it on your television. Like you yeah, need to have headphones. The way it, yeah. like it's like it's so like like literally like your left ear you're having like it's like almost like the angel devil thing like you see in like TV shows a lot where it's like you have one person tell you to do this one person tell you like the like the angel telling you to do like this thing and the devil telling you, that's how it is with the earbuds like the left earbuds telling you like. Just do this, and then the right, like the left ear is being optimistic, the right ear is being like fucking like this is gonna happen, like bad things are gonna happen if you do this, and like the whole way it plays out, and the way that Senua's character plays out, is done really well, and the combat's really fun, and adds to the anxiety of the game. The game deals with mental illness, uh, with the whole like you'll lose your save file, which is I don't understand how it works. I've heard mixed things about it, uh, but that whole like and like when I played it when it first came out, like I'm just like, am I gonna lose my fucking save? If I if I play like if I die a lot, I see. Yeah, like I don't. Like you, you have mental illness now because of playing the game. Yeah, like <laughs> you just get yeah, like, it just gives you anxiety <laughs> playing this game. That's terrible. Sorry. But um, yeah, that I mean that that's one of them. Uh, a game I made fun of for like a whole year, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. <laughs> yes, you uh, did. Yeah, I I ripped on this game like awesome. There's no this game sounds like garbage. The rabbits suck. Like Ubisoft's <laughs> gonna ruin this game, and they fucking killed it, man. This was a super fun game. I, I, mean, I talked about I love the XCOM style uh, games, uh, and they did a really good job. It was a, probably the most fun game experience I've had this year for me, from just a pure fun standpoint. That's cool. Uh, it's that like was, a strategy game. That's cool. Yeah, I really liked it. It's super. It's simple. All that like, like XCOM I like, but it's just too. It's, it's a lighthearted a, story. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, like that's they, cool. all, everything works about that game. For what it is, they, they do a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, last but not least, uh, Life is Strange before this one. Uh, I'm not gonna say too much because I'm gonna talk about it a little more later. Um, but it is a game I didn't that uh, I didn't know I wanted until I played it. <laughs> so it's cool. a game that I I was very meh on until I played it. So I'll talk about more later. But that's uh, my other one. But what about you, Gables? Anything um, most surprising game this year for you? Sonic Mania without a shadow of a doubt, is my most surprising game of this year. Now, the past couple of years, it's not been really as definite and stuff. I mean, last year was really definitive. I mean, Doom was, like, breakaway, my most surprised game of the year, because, but essentially, I never play those type of games. Hardly at all. But uh, for Sonic Mania, yeah, it was des- It was most definitely a surprise. Hell, going off from the common things of what Sonic games have been over the past ten years, and all of a sudden getting back to form... And I was thinking, oh, okay, I'll just try this out, you know, let's see, you know, if it's going to be decent or not. End up buying it, downloading it, just playing it, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Every single bit. And that, that's just the thing about it. It's like Sonic Mania in and of itself, it defies your expectations because you're so used to all the shit from Sonic the Hedgehog, that franchise, that whole aspect of the just the whole aspect of almost everything over the past like 20 something years that series has been around you know but everything else just seems like it's been ignored and stuff like that you just focus on what sonic games were simplistic 
definitely there were some complicated like level designs and stuff, but you're just basically having fun terraining through like all these uh, courses in specific ways, you know, that you could take. You could take one path this way, one path another way. I mean, hell, that's just what exactly what I'm asking for inside of a Sonic game, you know? that Then that in and of itself, just how much I was enjoying that game, it, it was just crazy. I haven't felt that way about a Sonic game in like almost like 20-some years. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's definitely my most surprised game. Cool, man. Or are you, Jazzy? Um, my most, my biggest surprise, just because of a game that came before it, really helped this happen, is Resident Evil Seven. Hmm. Um. I. I don't know. Like. I saw previews for this game, trailers. I heard people talk about it. Played like some demos. I actually played that demo myself. With Tyler here at uh, the PSVR at GameStop one oh, time I remember that, yeah. in the parking lot in a little trailer, and even after playing that, I still didn't know what this game was. <laughs> and uh, well, it just surprised me that uh, what it turned into and how much I actually ended up loving this game. And uh, yeah, that's my biggest surprise. And it has a lot to do with because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, and I didn't like I didn't like the path that they were going down. And I still think they retain some of that in this game, but the things that are more uh, prevalent are not that, which I'm very happy about. And uh, the next surprise is the same one Gabe just mentioned there, uh, Sonic Mania. Uh, I think I, I put this game, uh, I got on Switch, I, I uh, downloaded the game, and I didn't, I didn't think about anything else game-wise, play anything else until I beat that game, and I had a smile on my face the whole time. Nice. That game... Is it's the best Sonic game I've ever played, which what that means I don't know. It, it's it's really fucking cool. I love I love the old Sonics. I love, I love the idea of Sonic and uh, like he was talking about like a lot of the level design it helped me appreciate the old level design. Like it helped me appreciate like wow, if this could have kept going in this direction, yeah, it didn't have to look just like this. But like if it could have went in this direction, like in this. The strange way and use the strengths of Sonic, man, what uh, what what the game it could be and what it, what it showed that it could be and what it could have been back then and now. It's just, it's just interesting. It's a weird game to talk about. It's a but it's a big surprise for me. Yeah, I think that's a cool ass fucking game. Well, that's cool. Big surprise. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, moving on. The old probably that was, yeah yeah that's okay. It. Uh, moving on to. Most disappointing slash worst gaming moment of the year for you guys. Um, so I have a couple. Uh, one of mine is, without going to spoilers, the after credit scene from the final episode of Life is Strange Before the Storm. It ripped your fucking heart out for me personally. Um, Nintendo Switch's event in January that, like, after all the awesome publicity, we get, like, like all the hype we got from that original when they announced with the Switch, they showed uh, the Switch off. Yeah. And then watching that, and you're like, uh, you saw, like, I loved story. it. They spent half of it talking about fucking HD Rumble, yeah. one two no, switch for sure. some and low arms. Points. It's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is the old Nintendo. They're ruining it. <laughs> this Fuck. is Nintendo. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, it's just like you, all the things you fear about Nintendo came out of that. <laughs> uh, but you know, obviously, in the end, it worked out. But uh, and then also, cool. last but certainly not least, uh, Unraveled is still a thing that exists. That's my worst oh, game over the year. God damn it! <laughs> if I had to pee so bad, I get slap you silly boy. <laughs> 
Uh, fuck Yarny. Uh, Justin, <laughs> I put this in here, and then Justin last night sent me a text of fucking Yarny. This is a picture you really of him before that. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I, I had a feeling I'd force it. I can yes. sense it. Sense force it. Force sense it. Yeah, force sense. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, I knew it. I knew I had to put him in. Buck unraveled, everybody. The balance okay. of the force here. I love yeah. unravel. No, no, you don't. You just hate <laughs> me that much. I'm kind of curious. Like, so, like, I'll say about this while we're making those. What's going to be, like, two years ago, 2015, we had Codename Steam. You loved it. I hated it. I did. Last year. I really did like it. Unraveled. You loved it. I <laughs> yes. absolutely hated was it. Was that last year? That was last year. It was like moons ago, like three, four years ago because of all the hate. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just the years of abuse you've had to take because yeah. of your shitty taste in video games. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm curious what's going to be our Unraveled Codename Steam this year. I don't know if we have one. We might find out on the top ten list. We'll find. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, I, I know what it is. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll probably figure it out tonight. But what about uh, you, Gables? Any terrible, disappointing moments or terrible moments overall for gaming this year? Well, you know what? For gaming this year, I mean, there's no question, man. Just like the lack of uh, lack of content and sort of major AAA releases, either due in large part to certain microtransactions or certain loot crates that are just been like yeah. filtered around. I mean, think about it. You know, from the span of like uh, through the whole trifecta of uh, the ea releases from like either mass effect andromeda to like uh need for speed payback and even like battlefield like star wars battlefront 2 you know it's it's uh it's a shame though i mean even specifically for the mass effect game because of how disappointed that game was released i mean it's not even going to get any of the dlc or any type of the content that it was going to get and that game does leave a lot of room for other things to be filled out but it's just with the games like from what EA released this year and even like some from like Warner Brothers with uh, the Middle Earth, like the Shadow of War stuff with all the content, all the sliminess has been involved with say how Bungie's doing with Destiny 2 with some of the shaders and some of the best loot and the best stuff locked behind paywalls and stuff. I feel that has been more or less one of the most disappointing trends, if not like one of the most worst things about the gaming industry this year. And quite honestly, I just hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that's good. It's good all good points. Um, yeah. Loot boxes have definitely been the talk of the town in the last few months. So, um, was that, was that uh, pretty much everything for you this, this one? Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, it's like I didn't really have too many disappointing points. I mean, heck, I, I mean, so. there were some Nintendo stuff which, like, oh, okay, this is like. Not so great, especially the press like announcements and stuff like that. That uh, back, like you were talking about and stuff, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's I can't really remember too much. <laughs> yeah, lucky you, lucky you. Hashtag fucking rebel. Go on, Justin. What's your uh, most disappointing moment or worst gaming moment of the year? Oh, I got a piece of bed. Uh, we could take a break after this and go pee. Take sorry, a break. yeah, Thank you. Too. Thank you so much. It hurts. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is kind of like, uh, this is definitely gaming. It's like the mu- pap, um, pappet of musters. It's the master of puppets for gaming. I dropped my Switch one night on the ground in my kitchen. Oh, and shit. I was ter- as it fell, it's slow motion. <laughs> my mouth went agape and like I saw it hit the ground. Like, what size jelly side up? Jelly side was up. Okay, jelly side was up, but the Joy-Con was not happy. Oh, uh, it's been a little weirdly loose ever since. It's bothered the fuck out of me, but it still works, and I'm okay with it right now. But that was that was a, that was the worst gaming moment of my this year was dropping it just because like not 
I, I, I try so hard to, like, take care of stupid electronic things. And then, like, I'm out there, like, dumb. Like, I had, like, a beer. And then, like, I'm, like, I'm hungry for a cracker. I take the switch with me. I pick it up like a fucking sloth out of the, <laughs> the thing and walk it over there just to stare at the screen. And I just drop it. Like, ah! And no one's even awake in my house. I just drop it all by myself. And I'm just like, just ter- terror strikes my heart. <laughs> that was the worst gaming moment of the year. I think it's place to my children. I dropped the switch. Yeah. It was terrifying. Understandable. But yeah. <laughs> That's it for me. I figured putting on Ravel in your top ten list would have been one of your worst moments from last year. But okay. <laughs> That's fair enough, I guess. That's fucking crazy. All right, so now we are on to our best gaming moments of <laughs> 2017. Um, I have a few. So, without spoiling anything, the entire, pretty much second <laughs> half of Wolfenstein 2, uh, pretty much every moment after that, um, wow. in, in the entire, the last half is awesome. I don't like once again. Don't want to spoil anything. Justin's still playing, going through it. Yeah. Um, but even still, it's just a game unique experience. Um, cool. Uh, the final mission yep. on the ship outside of the sun in Destiny Two. Gables knows what I'm talking about. When you when you when you have to wait on the ship when you're on outside on and like you have to like go from like uh, blockade to blockade without like being burned alive by the sun. When you're like right outside the sun, it's pretty awesome. Like wow. it just looks. They don't sound very. Uh... Destiny, like that sounds cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty not, awesome. Not the third thing against Dust and Destiny. But oh no, like, I understand. It sounds very interesting. Like, yeah, different than Destiny that I'm used to. It's a very cool thing. They would be once by the sun. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And like being in combat and also trying to like not be burned alive. That's uh, cool. Very sweet. Um, this oh, is a yeah. bit of a spoiler, but um, we've all played it. Okay. Uh, but playing as Bowser at the end of Mario Odyssey. Uh, going in, warping into him, and then like seeing like everything from like the last thirty years. Yes, yes. Uh, and then when you go into the pipe. Yes. Sorry, just to add to that. I was like, all that. Yeah, totally. Pretty much that last, like, the last the whole, 10 minutes yeah, of that game. That's pretty fucking uh, hilarious. And then New Donk City. That whole. Just all of a sudden you're there. Like, holy That fuck. and then the last part when you play Donkey Kong. And you, and, you know, yes. being the one-up girl oh and all God, that. Yes. Uh, and then just turning 2, 2D in Mario Odyssey for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels and, so good. Yeah. It's like literally the same physics as like uh, Mario Maker, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, it's like the new Super Mario Brothers type of physics. I like it. Yeah, uh, it's cool. And then also, uh, no new Unravel this year, so that's pretty cool. That was also on my list where Justin even made that, made that send the picture text to me. Uh, so I'm pretty happy about the fact there was no new Unravel this year, uh, even though they announced there's a sequel coming, which is thank unfortunately, God. Unfortunately, it's happening. But uh, that's pretty much it, really. Uh, what about you, Gables? What's uh, some of the best moments for you this year? Well, I'll tell you what, you know what, for gaming-wise, some of the best moments played off this year was uh, going through and playing on the Switch for the first time with Breath of the Wild. That was definitely pretty fun. I mean, gosh, just going through, just being overwhelmed, like, what I needed to do first. (laughs) Hell, I even, like, uh, went through, when I first started playing the game, like, the first uh, eight, ten hours or something like that, I barely even got done any type of main quests. I was just going to try to unlock towers and collect all sorts of resources and shit. So I was just discovering just so many different things. I mean, that was one great moment. I mean, hell, I mean, uh, some of the other great moments of this year have been mostly Switch-related because it's like that system, I wanted it so bad, I got the system, I've been playing games almost nonstop the damn thing, give or take a few months just to try to play other different types of stuff, either handheld or on the PS4. But uh, Mario Odyssey definitely was 
God, that was pretty fantastic too, you know, with all the other stuff. The game in and of itself structured so well. The level design is so intricate and there's such there's so much content just shoved inside, much like Breath of the Wild and stuff. Both of those games I credited like being some of the best game moments of my year because it's like there was so much good content and so much good things hidden inside both of those games, Easter egg-wise, like uh, small features that were so fun and stuff that literally it's the type of stuff that I look for inside games now because it's like you can make a game, you can make it like streamline, you can make it something like that, but if you don't have enough content or if you don't have enough like creative for how to go through and engage your players to play the game well after you've beaten it, then you didn't do your job as a game designer. And that's just something that uh, I kind of take a great deal of while looking back at some of the best gaming moments I've had this year, and they've been mostly affiliated with uh, games that I would love to replay again. So, you know, games like Breath of the Wild, games like Mario Odyssey and stuff like that, you know? (laughs) Very cool, man. Well, what about you, Jazzy? I have one for this. I have several awesome games, or moments of the year with games. But this one, I think, sticks out the most. And it's the first time, which is crazy because it's like the first 15 minutes, 10 minutes, if even. First time I walk out of the Shrine of Resurrection in Zelda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just all of a sudden, like, I, it's all dark in there. And all of a sudden, like, you just... Colorful, and there's grass, and you're like, there's a living world... It's your first introduction to this massive world that uh, has so much character and stuff. And, like, just, uh, it means more going back in hindsight. It, it meant a lot when it happened, but even more now that I've spent almost 200 hours in that game. Just, uh, man. <laughs> That's my game moment of the year if I had to pick one. Nice. But I, I do have several ones, too. But, like, yeah, um, it's some are kind of spoiler territory. So yeah. That's my number one favorite. I do want to add about. on a personal note. Getting to see the Zelda Symphony. Something we've been talking Dude, about. Just yes. that I'm talking about doing. I mentioned it on the show when yes. it first happened. That is a gaming uh, moment. Something that happened to... Like, we've been talking about doing that for, like, seeing that for, like, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like, remember seeing, like, the... the Like, all the cities are hitting in, like, Nintendo Power back in the day when we were teenagers. Like, dude, that is so cool if they come here one day. And they, they came here one day. Yeah. They finally came here, and it was awesome. And, and, and not only was the show awesome, but it was just a good night in general. A great yeah. night in general. Yeah. Fun hanging Packers out. won. Yeah, this is really cool. Before Baron Rogers broke his Spring Lima, that was cool. Yes. Uh, yeah, overall, yeah, it was an awesome night. That one girl next to us cried multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watching it. Uh, that was yeah. really weird. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I almost cried too. Totally Me fine. too. Should have got her number. <clears throat> uh, I should have, man. Oh, dude. She was, was very, she was a very attractive young woman. Yeah. There was a lot of very attractive women. Yes. There. Uh, there was a sheik there. <laughs> there was a sheik. She was a very good-looking sheep. Yes, it was a lady, after all. <laughs> yes, it was a lady. It was. But uh, moving on uh, to most anticipated games for 2018. Uh, not so. I'm hoping this is like 2018 turns into like what 2016 was, where it's just like a bunch of games out of nowhere or games living like they're way more than better, way better than we thought they would be. Yeah. Because uh, 2018 right now is looking super hot. Like there's a. PlayStation got some good stuff coming out there, like a God of War, Spider Man, things like that. But uh, and, uh, Rockstar's uh, oh Red Dead Redemption Two, yeah, there's a handful out there. Yeah, you... real quick, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Is uh, Last of Us Two slated for this year or next they year? They have not given it not, a release nothing. Yet. Okay, okay. I was, just, are... I was just curious. Yeah, 
Uh, so this is basically games that have a 2018 release window on it that has been mentioned for 2018. Okay. Obviously, some of these probably won't happen. Uh, some of these, some of these for me will because uh, yeah. they've already got release dates. Uh, but uh, I have five. Nice. Uh, Far Cry Five. Uh, I love the Far Cry games. Far Cry Three and Four specifically. Uh, I'm excited for another one. A little upset. A little this sucks. It got pushed back a month, but. Yeah. So, yeah, it's better to be pushed back a month. Can I add to that? Yeah. It's the first Far Cry, not that the other ones look bad. The first one I'm like, interests the hell out of me. Okay. Yeah. 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 It takes a place in Montana. Yeah. I think it looks, I don't know, something about it seems pretty interesting to me. Yeah. But yeah, uh, go ahead. That's a game I'm, I'm definitely, uh, as a fan of Far Cry, I'm definitely interested in. Uh, a Way Out. Uh, that's that sites to 2D split screen game with the, the people break out of prison. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's coming out fucking four <laughs> days before Far Cry Five. That looks cool, man. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that game. Uh, next up, Detroit. I'm a big fan of what they make and uh, Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls to a lesser extent. But I, I you know I like that style of game. So I hope that's awesome. Me too. Uh, but yeah, Detroit's one of them. Uh, Shadow of Colossus, another game game I want to play for a long time. Obviously, you guys listen for a long time. Um, I'm a big Last Guardian fan. Japan Studios made this game. Yeah. Game's been out for a long time. Unfortunately, I don't know the ending to it, which sucks. Um, I don't. But luckily for you. <laughs> so, uh, I already know the ending to it, which might ruin the game for me, maybe. But, uh, oh. yeah. This game I'm super... I, I, I've wanted to play for a long time. And I already got pre-ordered. So, I'm excited to play it again. I gotta add to you again. Uh, the only one of these games I've played is Last Guardian. Yeah. They've made. And... This game has always intrigued me, and I've never played it, and I, I also want to play this game really bad. Yeah. Uh, this so is our list. February 6th. No, that's fine. Uh, and then, this is probably the my most anticipated for games that have 2018 release date on. Metro Exodius. Uh, I love the Metro games. People probably will see the show for a while. Towards the beginning of the show, like, like when we first started the show, I was ranting and raving about how uh, great, uh, I think... Metro Last Light is what the second one was called. Mm-hmm. Love the game. I love Metro Twenty Thirty Three. Twenty Thirty Three. Yeah. I played him a lot back uh, on the Three Sixty. Um, played, replayed him again. Majority of them again on when they released them for the PS Four. Uh, so it's a game I didn't know. Where I it's one of those games I, I was hoping, but I didn't think we'd ever get a sequel to because it never really was a super popular game. It didn't sell outrageously well, uh, but there was an audience behind it. Yeah. So I'm happy to hear that there is a. No, there is going to be a third one in this game. That is cool. Yeah, so that's probably my most anticipated going into 2018. But, uh, nice. Excuse me, what about you, Gables? Well, let's see. Coming on the horizon right now, there hasn't been too much unveiled, but uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is definitely one of those games that I am looking forward to. Not only being a good Dragon Ball fan, but also for the fact that the fighting game in and of itself really reminds me of old Marvel's Capcom. That has me the most excited in that retrospect. Because here's the thing, because of Dragon Ball games being so hit or miss in terms of like their quality and in terms of their combat size, it's just kind of interesting to see something a bit more refreshing in terms of the combat. Because it's handled by, I think, Artwork Studios, the same studios that are behind the Guilty Gear and some parts of the Blaze Blue series of uh, fighting games. So this one, kind of, this it definitely does have a good pedigree behind it. And that's probably one of the main reasons why I kind of feel this game is not only going to transcend about just being a good game, but it's going to transcend and be on the competitive scene, I think, I hope, for like at least a while, because there are some wicked-ass combos you can actually land and execute inside this game. And, and I think it's going to transcend <laughs> its franchise. I think it's going to transcend well, I hope Dragon so. Ball Z. Nothing against Dragon Ball Z. 
But like, I think it's going to transcend that because this is like my number two game of like last E3. Right. Behind hmm. Mario. Like when I saw it, I was like, this looks incredible to me. And uh, yeah, just had to add that. Like it looks fucking so cool to me. Well, let's see. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is one. I'm tr- I'm actually just kind of catching a blank. I mean, there's other like rumor type of stuff that could possibly come out in 2018. I mean, possibly Metroid Prime Four, possibly a Pokemon game for Switch. I mean, but at the same point, you know, I just I can't think of anything else right at the moment because there aren't too many things I'm looking forward to inside of uh, 2018 at the moment. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, understandable. Uh, but what about you, Jesse? I have one game. Uh, it's my other favorite superhero, Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, that game looks... I don't know. It looks cool, but like I don't... I'm optimistic about this game. Like I'm, I'm excited for it because I've, in the past... Actually, my favorite uh, superheroes. Their games have been my favorite superhero games as of uh, that I can think of. Batman and also uh, Spider-Man. I yeah. love some Spider-Man games in the past, and this looks really cool. Is that Insomniac picking this one? Yes. No, I think. Oh, there's they are. A, yeah, there's always there's two PlayStation companies I always get mixed up. There's who's the ones that made uh, like uh, the one of the launch titles on. Uh, PS4, like in Seattle, what's it? Who makes Sucker Punch? Second Son. That's Second Son. There's a lot of rumor like they'd be good at making uh, this game, but they that is Sucker Punch making this. No, no, it's 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 Sonic. Sucker Punch is making that Japanese world game. That's right. Yes, Ghost of Tsushima or something. Yeah, which I haven't seen anything of, so I I feel like I should have watched like something of that because that was kind of interesting. But no, I think I think Spider Man and maybe maybe got a war. I have not played it. Like I haven't really like fell in love with any God of War, but this one looks cooler than the rest. Um, you know, a lot of ones that you guys mentioned, I agree with too. Yeah. But like my number one's probably Spider Man, just because I'm I'm very cu- curious to see a Spider Man game in 2018. Yeah. Like, what is that game like? Yeah. I'm yeah. I love I love climbing to heights and looking over the edge. Like that stuff is cool. Yeah, to me, like yeah. I, I, I'm very curious about this game. So. When we rarely get a good Spider-Man game, it's usually pretty good. So, yeah, they're usually better than yeah, yeah. I'm very curious. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, yeah. Surprised no one said Spider-Man. Kirby or Yoshi. I'm I'm looking forward to Yoshi, but not so much Kirby. But I'm gonna play. I'm gonna get Kirby probably. But my, my thing with those games are is like I, f- which not a knock against them, but I feel like I know what they're gonna be, and I know, I think I'm gonna love those games. Mm-hmm. But like Spider Man, I I don't know. Like, I guess it's not really like anti- doesn't really make sense to anticipate. I guess, but like, I'm more I'm more curious about I'm more curious about Spider Man than I am like uh, Yoshi or uh, Kirby. The ceiling for Spider Man is much higher than Yoshi. Yeah, which I, I think I I know for a fact that Kirby and Yoshi are going to be really fun games. Yeah, it, I mean, maybe they're not, but I feel, I'm I'm almost like I I bet that they're, they're safe. Gonna, bets. I bet they're going to be yeah. pretty cool ass games. And, and the ceiling is not like you said, not as high as like uh, Spider Man. I'm just I'm very curious about Spider Man, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, thank you for mis- mentioning those games. Cause I think they're going to be fucking cool. I just, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm excited for like lots of like lots of games coming out. But like like we said, there's not a whole lot announced. I think there's gonna be a lot of surprises. Yeah, uh, not only with the games we know, like maybe being good, maybe being bad. We don't know. Yeah. It'll be an interesting year. And but like this things are like oh this game's announced and like three months later, voila, the game comes out. 
Yeah, I that's the like, kind of stuff I'm really excited about 2018 because I feel like there's a, especially on the Nintendo side, I feel like there's a big, there's like almost like this. All we know is Yoshi and Kirby for sure. Bayonetta and Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's all. Which that's, is which is one and two. That's all first half. Yeah, which stuff. is so we don't know what the second half's gonna be for. You them. know, there could be some really cool, some interesting things we don't see coming. Maybe some things that maybe aren't our thing, but yeah. some interesting surprise. Maybe maybe there is a Wii Sports thing. I don't know. Once you switch some weird things two. that we don't expect, I, I kind of want the unexpected in a way. Yeah, I want some strange things. Yeah, from everybody. It could be like kind of two thousand sixteen was in a way where, like E three came out and that was like like we didn't know what two thousand sixteen was. The second half was until we got to E three and then it was like all oh, these games. This is all the games come out mm-hmm. in the last six months of the year. I hope that's great. I mean, I, I really like that. And there's probably gonna be a big direct for Nintendo in January, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, not confirmed. But Hopefully, it's as good. <laughs> Better than the yeah. January one for most people, which I, I liked it, but I, I agree with a lot of the criticisms about it. Yeah. I get it. Um, but yeah, um, so moving on to uh, kind of all our overall thoughts on 2017 and gaming as a whole. Um, for me, it's something I've said numerous times already, but uh, it just felt like a year where, it, like, almost, I think maybe this is part of the problem, like, when we look at 2018 in a sense where it's like, it felt like every game got delayed to 2017, and pretty much all those games, all big AAA games, got delayed to 2017, and they all fucking just hit. And they're <laughs> all great. Like, I know, obviously, I talked like Mass Effect. And like there were surprises that you didn't expect to hit that hit yeah, as well. Yeah, like Nier and Neo. And like uh, Rabbids. Horizon, Mario, Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was just, but to me, it just felt like that it was a, it was a, a pretty busy year all year round. Like, I talked about earlier in the show where like, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was really a show. I think it was. Oh yeah, it was about nine in the woods. Or nine, uh, but like, I had a backlog from hell for like four months. Like I was trying to dig myself out of. And then like as I got, <laughs> as I finally dug myself out of it, like two weeks later, fucking August hits and like, everything came out. Uh, it just like it just feel like this year we never got a break from gaming. Like even the summertime, we got good shit. Splatoon, Arms. Uh, yeah. fucking Life is Strange Uncharted yeah. Lost Legacy uh, Madden had a fucking awesome story um, um sorry real quick Pile of Shame Uncharted Lost Legacy I, okay. I, I need yeah. to play it someday yeah it's pretty cool I love 4 go ahead yeah um, remind me of that yeah no problem uh, but yeah I mean I just thought that it was just a year I mean and Gables and then this is like Gables like running theory for a long time is like Every 10 years, like, everything lines up, and it's... it's oh, yeah. 1997, Seven. 2007, Seven. 2017. Seven. Yeah. Everything lines up. And he said, he's been saying this for years now. This wasn't even, like, going into this year. It was, like, 2015, 2014, he was saying this. And he fucking nailed it again. He was right. Every <laughs> 10 years, and a year that ends in seven, it, it, like, everything aligns in the gaming world. I'm excited for 2027, guys. I think we just fast forward <laughs> again. Get gaming until then. Yeah. Like, that's the point. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I thought, um, this, and it, this is something I, I like, I was going to have a, maybe have a topic on one of these days, but uh, like, at least in the last two sevens. Oh yeah. Like 1997, like there's, I know there's some badass games in there, but like, it was like, if Mario to me and like, uh, Orkin Time was shoved into that year, which like Orkin Time was like 98 and like 96 for Mario, I think. Nice. Then it'd be Mario. 97. I can think of three games that are major releases of 1997. That's Goldeneye, 007, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and Final Fantasy VII. Those three alone. Okay, there you I mean, that that alone. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. 
So it's... Uh, Double Seven is my favorite of those because it's the only one I played. I don't care for anybody else. Um, but nothing against those games. No. That's uh, cool as fuck, though. Yeah. But no, it's just... Man, like, if I want to, like, go out and I want to go look at, like, every year, I want to go back and, like, just... I have, like, a few hours to kill and just, like, look up, like, all the top games that came out that year. No. Oh, yeah. For the last 20 years. I've done that. And... That trust me, trust me, Tyler. It's such a trip. It's such a trip. I've done yeah. stuff like that before, and I have chronicled little lists and stuff like that to where there were specific games in that time period. That's how I, after doing a bunch of research, that's how I felt that this year, Seven. 2017, was Seven. going to be the year where everything started just hitting the fan, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, in a good, beautiful way. Yeah, like it's just there's so many all time great games this year. Yeah, sure, uh, yes. Yes, that uh, not just cra- that's just ones a thing. that question the old ones that came even like an existing franchise. Exactly, mm-hmm. there comes like, there comes. Oh, this, I can't go back to this because of this. Something it just feels like, like there comes a point in each decade where they're it, like gaming has gotten to such an extent to where like there's just one time, maybe like one year, one period where like all these games come out in mass in this one short amount of time, and it just redefines like what type of genre the game was in at that point in time we're talking about puzzle games rpgs platformers action adventure games hell this year with the open sandbox games where we are we can't don't even know what the hell to do with a lot of these games because it's like yeah redefines and also like you know kind of like snap out of it man like slapping the face to some people like just like yep you had the right thoughts but let's think about this for a moment yeah just kind of slow down a little bit yep that's why i feel like some games have showed yeah and have proven through like their design and stuff like just like uh, just you're you're on the right course, but like just just slow down and be more creative with it. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be the, this is the year that's gonna define this generation. Yeah, of gaming. Yeah, no, uh, that's cool. When it's we look a, back, it's a weird a weird point too. Yeah, because you just look at 2007 though, like Mass Effect and Call of Duty and Bioshock, uh, Call of Duty Four, uh, like and Rock Band, Jarhead Three, Mario fucking Galaxy. Orange Box, Mario Galaxy. Uh, like those define that generation. Made. Yeah, like th- that had a, a ripple effect on every game that we played, pretty much the rest of the 360 PS3 generation, mm-hmm. and really up until the last few years, even. Like, when, like, like, when did the first Dead Space come out? I was curious. Uh, that would have oh wait was it oh wait okay yeah yep. uh, but yeah I I just feel like this is gonna be more of the same. I feel like we're gonna see a million PUBG clones in the next few years. We're yes. gonna see a lot of games try to do what Breath of the Wild did. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try to see. Uh, like how are we gonna like Mario Odyssey, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Like we're mm-hmm. gonna see a lot of games try to, and and we're gonna see a, probably a lot of really good clones of that, like we did with. Uh, the, at, Maybe Sonic after, Mania will bring back uh, some forgotten games that went downhill and really make them good again by certain people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I just feel like this is gonna be the year that defines this generation for the. I think this is for the future. Uh, I think this is kind of like these are the, this like is the a, first year. Where, like, these new consoles feel like their own thing. Yeah, and it's weird because, like, technically, you know, if you want to keep counting generations, this is, Ninten- this is the newest generation for Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's an interesting it's an interesting time because you have, like, uh, Xbox One X, PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. and uh, you have the Switch. Yeah. And you had the Wii U, and you had the, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting as hell. Like, is there really generations anymore? Probably not. In, in yeah. some ways, like not saying like, oh, there won't be a PS5. There will be a PS5. Yeah, I'm just saying like, technically, Switch is not the first of... ninth gen console. Yeah, 
It's not as cut and dry as it used to be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah things are different. Yeah. Different landscapes. It's very interesting. I think you guys are uh, right on with uh, Tyler, the, you saying that, and Gabe saying like this is uh, sevens, <laughs> and also like this is this is like a kind of a, a look at things to come and mm-hmm. ins- inspiration to things to come, and kind of a a, a shot back to the roots of things, and kind of like a, a slap of cold water in the face. Like for some people, like for some things going on, like not everything's bad. There's a lot of awesome things happening. Well, besides, I mean, within like some of the bad things too, like just like uh, um, just the like microtransaction stuff going on. Like say we talk about stuff for a long time. You guys talk about it. Everyone talk about it. it gets boring. But like, just I think I think it's a good year for all that stuff though. And uh, there's lots of come to light, which I think is really nice. Yeah, overall, it's been a great year. It, it's a, I think it's yeah exactly. The positive is way out way out uh-huh. way the negative to me. And, and the negative things that are brought out, I think, will be a positive later. And I think uh, hopefully people will learn from things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> Gables, do you have anything you want to add on to that? Or, or... Well, honestly, or... it's not so much like uh, add for me to like to add on to some of the stuff. I mean, we've already went through a bunch of good stuff like that uh, have been good surprises, not only for this year in general, but quite possibly could lead up to another trend inside 2018. Hell, <laughs> just uh, going through. Just going through and thinking about all the great games that have released this year, it seems like this year in general, it's like this year pretty much is the year of Nintendo going through and just having an incredible surge from this time last year where they were pretty much dead in the water with the Wii U. The 3DS was pretty much picking up most of the sales with the games and you had big name games like Sun and Moon that had just released that year and stuff and all of a sudden a year later it's like we pretty much are talking about, gosh, some of our best gaming memories, some of, of this past year, a lot of it being on the Switch, the system that Nintendo launched, and like how impactful a lot of that stuff is. That is just really the year in and of itself. It's the year of like surprises, the year of like so many great games, and it's like overall, it's like. It's kind of like what Justin was saying a little bit. It's like each different platform by each different company feels like a unique type of market, and it feels like a unique type of mm-hmm. perspective for each like part the of the Xbox gaming industry. To me. Yeah, that's just the thing. You have the Xbox being the most more, powerful, more unique than it did like when Xbox yeah. One and PS4 launched together. It feels more unique now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels more unique now in a sense where they have the big. They tout themselves as being having the most powerful hardware with some unique experiences of their platform than you have. Everybody on the the network infrastructure for say like places like Steam and say the PS4, P, you know stuff. Then you have those of us that love playing on the Switch would have all the, the just all the convenience of a console and like a mobile device all in one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so many good stuff. There's a lot of choices, a lot of uh, yes, a lot of cool things happening, <laughs> a lot of competition. Competition. Oh. It's not just about power. It's not just about mo- mobility with like the Switch. It's like you're seeing uh, a lot of cool things on both ends, I think. It's just really neat. Yeah, yeah. I it's agree. It's not just one or the other. It's like, there's a cool mixture of shit happening. Everybody's got good things happening. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's good enough for me. I mean... 2017 <laughs> is a... In terms of gaming, is a really interesting and uh, unique, cool year. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we say it like about like most years, probably, but like... 
something, yeah, you know, there's something special about this year, though. And it's like, it's crazy that it's like almost over. <laughs> yeah. It's it, weird. It's I like, think what makes it special, though, wasn't just like, like you, you know, years past, it would have been like the last few months and then like the first nine months and nothing. Yeah. But it's like this year, it's just been like I said, it's just like, it seems like every few weeks something big has happened. Mm-hmm. And like good big has yeah. happened. Uh, and it's just like one big thing after another. Yeah. Whether it's a new console in the Switch, Xbox One X, fucking Zelda, Mario, yes. uh, ARMS, Splatoon 2, Cuphead, Cuphead Uncharted, Lost Legacy, uh, yeah. fucking Destiny 2, Horizon. Horizon. I mean, uh, it just seems like we can't go. Steamroll Dig. Steamroll Dig 2, yeah. Um, it's just every <laughs> few months or every few weeks, it's just something. It's like you take a breath. Oh, man. Okay. Made it through that barely. Oh, shit. Here's six games I missed. Yakuza 0. Oh, yeah. There's like all these games oh, that all we these missed. Games I want to check out. Yeah. Like uh, Senua's uh, Hellblade. Hellblade, yeah. Hellblade. Like you can never, like, in a way, it's like anxiety fueled year of trying to keep up with all the shit. <laughs> yeah. But at the same point, it's been awesome. It's like yeah. it's a good anxiety. It's like a bad problem to have. Yeah. It's like, Good problem to have. Too, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Good problem to have. Too, yeah. many, too many great games. Yeah, to which, check out. I mean, and, oh man, we've had years I'm looking right now. It's how those little giant stack, stack of games. Yeah. Uh, fucking Friday the 13th. Oh, I want to play that game so fucking bad. Spoiler, it's not my game of the year. Yes, it is. It's number one. It is. Actually, it is. Flash Guardian this year. It, it's his unravel of this fucking year. Fucking bring Trico into this one. Uh, you leave Trico out of this. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Gables. <laughs> no, you're so cool right now. Fucking hate all of you guys. Uh, That's awesome. Anything you guys want to like? For overall thoughts before we get into the, the last one. I'm good. I think you guys did a really good job of summing it up. Okay. Um. Okay. So going into our last one for this for this week, uh, is most important game, biggest impact. Um. So for me, it's a game I said I was going to talk about a little later. Uh, it is uh, a game I just finished. Uh, I played the last oh. couple episodes uh, earlier this week. Uh, it is a game called Life is Strange for the Storm. Cool. Um, Not see this coming. Yeah, so I actually, I had like a whole fucking page here of things to talk about. Uh, so the original Life is Strange came out in 2015. It was a really well-made Telltale-esque game. Uh, had a really cool mechanic with like you can rewind time a little bit. And there's a butterfly effect and like mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I like that. I want to rewind this conversation, start this conversation over again. Like, cool mechanic. Uh, I thought it was a like I said, really well made version of Telltale. Like it was um, in the upper echelon of a, tel- a really well made Telltale. Yeah, top game. shelf. Yeah. Telltale game. Uh, not the best, but it was good. <laughs> um, but I, I thought I really liked the, the storyline was okay. The uh, I thought. I thought the main story was, like I said, it was okay. Some of the characters were, were pretty cool. I liked the characters a lot. The, 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 some the characters stood out to me. There's a step douche. There's David. There's Frank. There's uh, the drug dealer Frank uh, Bowers. Um, you got Chloe. Uh, you got fucking Max. Uh, and you got Rachel Amber, who wasn't even in the game. Uh, and she was, like to me, very memorable. Uh, you got like Nathan Prescott. Uh, Prescott. You got Veron- Prescott. Uh, Veronica. You got these two... Nathan Pres- uh, Nathan Good novel and, name. Yeah, Nathan and Veronica are these like they can they ran the school like the two douchey kids like there's like this prep school. Uh-huh. And um for real. <laughs> they it was a it was a it was a okay game. It, it fell just out of my top 10 that year, 2015. Mm-hmm. The 2015 was a really big year and it just it just didn't quite get it, but 
Um, and I was like, I liked it. I was like, oh, I would like to, I'd like to see more of this. There's, there's some cool stuff there. Um, and then we got we got the announcement of like Life is Strange Two is happening. Like, okay, cool. We're gonna get more of this. Like different characters, different story. I'm like, oh, that sucks. But I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, it, like I didn't love it. You were optimistic about it. I'm yeah, right. yeah. But um, the E three happened. They talked about Life is Strange before the storm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're actually gonna get more Chloe and more Max and all that. Gonna find out it's a prequel to um, Life is Strange. It's because um, in Life is Strange, there's a storm coming to destroy Arcadia Bay, the fictional town in Oregon it takes place in. Oregon, yeah, that's right. I knew, uh, I knew that was like West Coast. Yeah. Uh, so it's hence name before the storm, and it takes place three years before that. There's no time travel mechanic because Max didn't get it until. The first episode of the original Life is Strange. Max isn't even in this game. Uh, it takes place. You're the main character. You are. You play as um, Chloe, uh-huh. and uh, it's kind of actually. Uh, so throughout the first the original Life is Strange, you um, the main kind. Of, there's a lot of things going on in the game, but the main story overall is what happened to Rachel Amber. Uh, it's it, a lot of people compare it to that TV show that you guys both liked in the early '90s. That's got brought back. Oh my god! Oh, um, it's back now. Yeah, it's on Showtime. I haven't seen it. Sorry. Uh, Twin Peaks. Yes. Twin Peaks. Peaks. Yeah, everybody compares oh. to that because of this, because Rachel Amber, the missing girl. Um, yeah, yeah. Who? Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, the main story of this whole thing is what happened to Rachel. Like, did she run away? Uh, something happened to her. She kidnapped, whatever. And I don't want to spoil anything because I, yeah. I think it's a game. Yeah, there's some problems with the game, but overall, I still think everybody should check it out. First episode's free. PlayStation, Xbox, all that. Check it out. Um, but um, like I said, I was, I, was, I was excited, but I was a little bummed because of like, What's the catch to this game? What's the catch before the storm going into it? <laughs> I'm like, what's the reason to play this game? You're like, fuck everything. What's the catch? Yeah, I'm like, what's what's, what's like what's gonna make me like this? And it's not <laughs> even it's like don't not entertainment. It's not even making this game. It's it's a deck nine making this, which I don't really know their past work, but they're you know, I don't you know. I thought it's like okay, you're having somebody else work on this. What's it gonna be? Um, <laughs> so I'm like, what's your draw to this game? But I played episode one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was like, the first scene is how Rachel and Chloe meet. And I quickly realized, the draw of this game is the characters. It's the world. It's the city. It's the it's the, it's the school. It's Arcadia Bay. It's Blackwell. Uh, Blackwell High School. Uh, it's the it's the mom. It's the step-douche. It's Nathan and Veronica. It's three years before Life Strange. Life is Strange. And they're freshmen. So it's before they rule the school. It's them as fucking douchey freshman kids that no one really cares about. Um, and I thought... I'm like okay, like I like oh these characters are really cool. I like episode one quite a bit, and I'm like I, I like where this whole thing with Rachel and Chloe went, mm-hmm. and um, I played episode two, and I think episode two might be the greatest like episode that like ever made for like a Telltale game for Life is Strange anything for those oh. episodic kind of games. Okay. It is the greatest single episode. I say Empire Strikes Back. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely better than the prequels. Uh, <laughs> it's the best prequel made, ever made. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I played episode two and I just like I fell in love with these characters. I fell in love with not like the story. There's some problems with the story. Like they never seem to have like a like a a plus story in Life is Strange. But it's the relationship. It's the characters. Uh, it's the relationship between the characters that make like this Stranger game Things. Yeah, it's like you. The like, story's not a plus, but it's, yeah, you go there. The for, characters are amazing. You go there for the you go there for the, the characters. You go there for yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the relationships, relationships and how yeah. they care about each other. 
And little, little subtleties. Yeah, and it's just everything about this is um it's fucking it's just great. And I'm like I find myself so I finished episode three uh a few days ago. And I actually I found myself over the last few days, I think about the game, I get kinda of depressed a little bit. Knowing that I'm never gonna see these characters ever again. Ooh. Knowing the fate of these characters and the potential fate of these characters. Like, there's really nowhere to go with this. There's no in-between. There's no after. Like, I'm not trying to spoil anything. Like, they could do it. What? But I don't really want them to. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, like, would you also be sad if you knew their fate was uh, a good fate, but, like, maybe you wouldn't see them again? Mm. It's more, yeah. It's a combination. It's kind of like that. It's a good, bad fate, Both. whatever. I mean, like. It's kind of like, oh, I kind of miss you guys. They kind of wrap everything up with a bow. And Life is Strange in the, in the original episode. It's episodes. funny you brought up that show because it reminds me of that show right now. Yeah. Like you're saying because I, I love everything about that show. Twin Peaks? The, the worst thing is like it just ended. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Um, but I mean they had That's... the opportunity to wrap it up. Yeah, I thought. yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think this might actually be like the greatest collection of characters to in a game to me like full stop. Wow. Like that's how powerful these characters are. And, and just everything about this game. Like, they fucking... It feels like... They just nail everything about it. Like, the feel of it, the tone, the art style, the characters, the music. Like, I cannot... I, I actually found out they actually... Uh, on Spotify, they made, like, a soundtrack. They made a collection of soundtrack. I looked up the, the people that made the music. It's a band called Daughter. Um, and I've just been listening to that shit nonstop all week. <laughs> awesome. Uh, it is, like, hit me on an emotional level that I did not... This game is so much better than it has, it ever, has every right to be. Like... I am like I, I like Max in the original and Chloe was like the sidekick in this one now you're Max and Rachel's a sidekick and it's you know it's like I said it's they're them probably the human friends uh-huh. and it's only over the course of a week but yet like like real quick and it's kind of like you gotta take a little with a grain of salt cause like yeah, yeah. how they like basically became like this tight in like a few days you do with all 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 lots of great things you yeah. do I think uh, a lot of it has to do with you yeah uh, it's like a Romeo and Juliet type of thing where it's like like these characters just met and all of a sudden they yeah. can't like imagine lives with each other. It's that kind of way to me. It's well, a tragedy. It's, well, a, it's a Shakespeare. You put a lot into that to, to come to that like of feelings, the emotional. Yeah. Uh, like it guided you, but like you, you gave some too. Yeah. You know? um, I think that's a very important and a special thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I had problems with it. I mean, the, the main story, like I thought like, I wish this would have got five episodes instead of three. Because it feels like they kind of flew through a lot of stuff really fast, uh, especially the main Maybe short plot. change it a little bit. Yeah, because it just felt like the main like there was really no main plot until like the last like the last half an hour of episode two, mm-hmm. and then like episode three was just wrapping up that main plot. Gotcha. Like the first episode and the half was just them becoming friends, mm-hmm. and then like the last half like I said half an hour of episode two and episode three was just them wrapping up that plot that they, plot point they made, and it felt like. They could have used a couple more episodes to kind of build things more yeah. and kind of find that. They just felt like they went through things pretty suddenly. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I just in this, I don't know, six hours maybe five hours that we have with these characters in this time. Like Rachel Amber is my favorite character um, in this entire world in this entire universe they made, and it sucks. Like the fact she's not even Life is Strange single episode one or or uh, season one. And she was still very memorable to me. And this is the way they talk about it. The way they, uh, the the way that they, um, kind she's of, this, uh, she's this aura. That yeah. They talk about this, this thing. Yeah. And just kind of like, 
you hear about her and then you meet her in before the storm and it's like the the uh she's just everything like she's totally totally different in a lot of ways like she's a good two shoe and and the and the life is strange and this one she's not like a bad person but she's like yeah. totally she's a radical type and it's really cool like with chloe because like in life is strange uh the original season it's been five years since her dad died in a car accident and so she's been like this she went from being this like this good kid to being like uh a punk uh punk kid you know she tried to dye her hair blue uh in the punk music She's kind of mm-hmm. like fuck rules and all that. Yeah. And in this one, it's only been a as stereotypical as it might be. It's yeah. Like that shit's real. Yeah. And in this one, it's like before the storm. It's still it's real. It's person. only been it's been a little over a year since her dad died. She's still dealing with this with her dad. She's only sixteen in this yeah. one, and she's she still sees her father in hallucinations. She's still trying to figure out who she is. She's still dealing with like her mom just started dating a new person, mm-hmm. who ends up being her stepdad in the new season. Like they're married in the, in the original season. This one they just still start they just start dating and she's doing a lot of things yeah. and everything's a lot more fresher um, and I thought kind of seeing more of Chloe and really seeing her origin story in a way uh, add a lot of insight and the whole thing with Rachel and her dealing with Max because like the issue in the original one with Matt as her and Max were growing, were best friends growing up and then she moved to Seattle uh, right around the time her dad died and then just stopped talking. And then, like, in, in the original, like, her and Max become friends again. And this one, it's still her dealing with the fact that Max and her aren't friends anymore. Yeah. And her just kind of being lost. And then Rachel is kind of the thing that helped her find her way again. And it's just, I think, all in all, it's just, it's fan, like, it's fucking fantastic. And it's, it's. And it adds so much. Yeah. To it, things you already knew. Yeah. It, it, like, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, prequels in general. Star Wars. This is this is, this is the prequels you wish you would have had for Star Wars. Yes. In a way. But it, it's, like, the first time ever, like, where I think prequels actually make me like the originals more. Like, I'm actually... I kind of want to It can happen, dude. I don't think this ever happened to me before anything. Like, it, a lot of times it makes me <laughs> dislike things more. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even a shot at Star Wars. But yeah, that's I know, just, like, I know. in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so, uh, yeah, I thought it was... It's not easy to do. Yeah. I will say and that. a lot of times you don't want it. It's like, Ooh. yeah, like that's why, like when I heard it was a prequel, I'm like, do we need that? But I'm, I'm happy we had. It. I almost wish, honestly, uh, I wonder if this would have made me enjoy Life is Strange more, having before the storm first. So interesting. Um, yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I fucking love this, and it's very like, fucking the most important fucking yeah yeah that's uh, cool. So yeah, that's my biggest impact slash most important game of 2017 to me. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Gables? Okay. The game that had the biggest impact on me. There were actually quite a few, but I'm just trying to nail it down to just one. That's the hard part because of how things have been this year. But, uh, excuse me. The game that pretty much had the biggest impact on me would no doubt would is uh, <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing about this game. It's like before then, you have the various games that uh, in the Mario series, you're exploring various like 3D worlds and stuff. You play games like Mario 64, which kind of reinvented the the whole 3D platformer. You had games like Sunshine, then Galaxy, Galaxy it 2. It made the 3D platformer. Yeah, it pretty <laughs> much quintessentially made it's a 3D a 2D platformer. 2D into something different. Well, yeah, not especially not giving credit to something like Jumping Flash on the PlayStation, which that was a weird 3D game. 
But uh, <laughs> but uh, the thing about Odyssey that just kind of made things like more impactful was not just the way that the not just the way that the levels were pretty much structured to like the the additional types of ideas that uh, the creators had in mind but it's like everything else inside the game there's like there's just constantly something to do and not just something that uh it's not just like how much stuff there is to do but just how you could just you can just find a lot of stuff like just from the subtleties of like just exploring the terrains you know it's like oh hey there's something right over here maybe i'll get something if i do this and that and all of a sudden you figure it out and you actually do get something from doing something you experiment with you know it's like it's that type of freedom inside of a platforming game that we've missed for quite a long time and in a sense yeah. this is that's it's pretty much how i feel that mario odyssey quintessentially is better than mario 64 in turn in certain regards because even it with mario is an odyssey well that, yeah i understand <laughs> but even with games like mario 64 it's like you got you got worlds and stuff where you can explore you can do this and do that inside the realms of the context here but with odyssey it just feels a lot more grander it feels a lot more just expanded in terms of like content and quality and like replayability as well and i gotta admit man it's like coming into this year and stuff i thought that this was going to be a great game but making it so in the way where i feel like it's probably one of the best mario games i've ever played it's just crazy seeing all of the key details of this game just locked in like just subtleties inside this inside this massive adventure you know it's like it's impactful because it pretty much appeals to my sense as a gamer from when i started gaming I started my gaming stuff, hobby and stuff, while playing Mario games. And all of a sudden, seeing like a 30, almost like a 30-year retrospective of myself playing these games back to when I was a child up until right now where I'm like a full adult, just still enjoying the Mario games. But this is just something more crafted to like suitable for anybody, pretty much. You could be a 30-year-old adult and just go through and like play a Mario game and just have fucking fun you're smiling ear to ear you're having such a great time you could be of any age range pick up this game and it's full-on enjoyment from the get-go and in that way that's why super mario odyssey has been the most impactful game for me this year <laughs> let's go man hell yes yes <laughs> uh, a lot more upbeat than mine yes uh, way more upbeat than any of mine that <laughs> one okay Mine's less upbeat than both of yours. Which yours is less upbeat than his. <laughs> Mine's even lower. Uh, are you done? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm done. <laughs> this honestly is your fucking most... That's great. I love that. Uh, mine is <laughs> a game I haven't played. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think yours might be more depressing than mine. Go ahead. It's... <sighs> I thought it was a kind of cliche probably to talk about, but it's like, uh, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I love it a little too much, probably sometimes. Yeah, it does. And also, <laughs> um, I think this game someday will be looked at as like a, uh, a thing to be like, man, maybe for the people that made it to, like, don't do that again. 
or like don't do what they did because <laughs> that's fucking sick or just like they did something that everybody else is doing in a sick way but made it look a lot more sick <laughs> I don't know in a, in a way we're talking about 2017 being a the ripple effects for like positive for the gaming generation this might be in a different way too it might be positive yeah yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Unless people emulate this game. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see yeah. what I'm trying to do, but I, it can happen. Maybe Battlefront 3. Darth Maul is going to get involved here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Battlefield 3. <laughs> no, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, I'm just not interested. So I guess that's the most... It, it's important because, like, I love Star Wars and video games. I don't give a fuck about this game. Yeah, that sucks. It's the what makes it makes it important or an impact to you is the fact that it's something Star Wars. You don't care about it. Yeah, yeah. And I and I could write some stuff off, but I feel like they at least you know, as as fiction uh, as fiction to fiction as it might be, like with the first one, it's like they at least kept some things a little ungross. It was still gross. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but like. This game goes beyond Star Wars. Uh, just, I, ho- I hope the impact is positive on the people that made it, the company that made it, and also everything else involved in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, most important game is that game to me. Not that I, I obviously don't love the game. I never played the game. I don't hate it either because I haven't played it. So <laughs> <But> just, <laughs> uh, so someday I will probably dabble into it, but I just don't care. So... That's saying something. Yeah. Because I, I do love Star Wars. I gotta take a piss. That's right. Well, we're gonna wrap up the show then, because that was actually the last question. Uh, he, he's hurting again. <laughs> he's gonna go to the bathroom. It really does. Why are you going to the bathroom? I'm gonna wrap the show up. All right, gonna, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank I'm gonna so cover much. your list up, because I don't want to look at it. Yes, don't look at it. Yeah, stop. You're really bad at poker. Uh, he just shows you his cards. <laughs> he's like squatting for no reason. I don't know why it hurts so bad, <laughs> Oh my god. You guys can see god. the way he's doing like a duck walk right now, the way he's walking to the bathroom. Yeah. But no, I just, thank you guys so much for listening. This is actually probably going to be our last real episode of the, of the year. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for listening to us this year. Um, if you want to hear more from us, uh, we have a Facebook page and group. It is Drifter's Podcast on there. So like and uh, join us on there. Uh, talk to us. It's a good place to check us out. Also, another place to check us out on is uh, on Twitter at Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there, um, and then on YouTube, Drunk Nerds, uh, just Drunk Nerds actually. Uh, subscribe to us in there. Podcast goes up in there as well. Uh, like the show if when it goes up on there. Leave us a comment. Appreciate those. And also, if you want to hear the show, it's on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to us on there, um, and leave us a fire star review uh, and a nice little review saying we'd like about the show. Um, do that we'll shout you on the show and then uh, last but not least uh, on Twitch uh, twitch.tv slash podcast uh, follow us on there and send us friend requests we like friends friends are good uh, we do the show because we're friends and we like to have more friends because we do the show um, but yeah other than that thank you guys so much for listening uh, we'll be back for you guys in a week uh, for us in a couple minutes uh, with uh, our game of the year show so until then uh, you guys have a wonderful uh, New Year's uh, week, whatever. Whenever you listen to the show, ten years from now, I don't know. Um, yeah, thank you guys. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Later.
Excuse me. You too many beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll even shout you out. And Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>